brow enthusiasts, you're tuning in to Brow Education with Megs, the podcast where we unravel the secrets of perfect eyebrows. I'm your host, Megs, and in each episode, we explore everything from grooming hacks to the latest trends in brow fashion. Get ready to shape your brows and your confidence. Let's dive in. I'm your host, Megs, and it's Tarot Tuesday. Normally, I pull a tarot card. Today, we're going to be switching it up. I've had a thought on my mind lately, and I wanted to chat about it. So let's get into it. What am I talking about? As you know by the title, Digital Days, I'm like, wow, everyone is stepping into the digital world. And now, let me be very, very clear. I am not knocking it. I, as I sit here and talk on my podcast, (laughs) and will talk about my offers at the end of the podcast, in the digital space, I am still very much so in the in-person stage, like my being behind the chair still, but... I'm also in the digital space, so as somebody who's already in the digital space, this is me talking about everyone doing the same thing. And I know that when you niche down and you're in a certain niche, niche down into a certain niche, no. If you are niche down, you're obviously already into a subcategory, right? You are in an industry, you have picked your subcategory, and you have mastered it. That's essentially what finding your niche is. And I think when we narrow ourselves down, we get very zoomed in. And I think that that is a time when everything looks identical and looks just the same. So I know parts of it can come across as just that, like, I'm seeing a ton of it because I'm in the digital realm and it makes sense to see a bunch of it. That's what realm I'm in. I'm in a very niche market and that's kind of what I'm surrounded with. Of course, I'm seeing things that look identical um but i think this year in particular we're seeing literally exact carbon copies of the same kind of stuff and i know i'm guilty of it i am not the only one that has a brow lamination manual and um i won't be the last one to create one or drop one or anything like that. and i urge you to make your own um <laughs> but i think the difference is making if you're deciding to bring this something that's already on the table, it needs to have your specific twist on it. So my specific twist, or what I like to call secret sauce, is that I am <clears throat> non-branded and um, ingredient-focused. So I want my I want my readers, if you will, um, to check out the book and come away with a better understanding of the science behind lamination, the ingredients that are inside each individual tube and process, and like ways to understand what's happening during the lamination um, steps or system, if you will, and ways to curb client expectations and possible concerns that come up. So I'm taking the non-branded ingredient science driven side so other people might take the technique side and like all the tools that they use and very specific in that realm you know um there i can we can get into a million different ways of of diverting and making your yourself um your own little special sauce but i do feel like we need to make sure that we're differentiating you know we don't want everything to be the exact same because what's the point you know, we all know the basics and, um, should know this basics. (laughs) And I think when you decide to educate, there needs to be a hole or, um, something missing that you're, you're consistently seeing missing. And that's the, 
you're filling that hole and you're trying to help that that little target audience that has also noticed that gap or hole so my gap in hole most recently has been um understanding ingredients better so i started with lamination i wanted to know a little bit deeper of an understanding and i now understand the molecular level type stuff uh during a lamination treatment and next up was tint i want to learn a little bit more about tint so i'm creating a mini masterclass about tint ingredients because i feel i noticed that myself and other artists were kind of only looking for the result side of it what is it how long does it last on the skin and hair um what's the color payoff which i think are all very important things but i think now that we have the opportunity to have 10 different lines to choose from that all have you know different but great results we get to be pickier i like to make these decisions is by ingredient list so i love knowing what's in there so that when i go to pick it for a certain client whether they're just coming in for a tint and shaping or if they are adding tint to a chemical service emanation i will i can pick the best tint line for them and their unique situation well that is a way that i am stepping into the online digital space educational space whatever you want to call it and putting my own twist on it my reasoning for wanting to talk about this today is just to remind you to narrow it down deep dive into why you want to offer these things what is it that's different about you what have you noticed in trainings that you've taken that you've walked away and been like wow x y and z was not answered that was not addressed i didn't get any help with that i'm still wondering and then when you're still wondering like use that spark of interest or intrigue and dive in go and look for those answers do the research i mean that's Essentially, when we're talking about education, it's like practical experience, what we've done in our studios for years, you know, with clients. Bringing something different is what's going to set you apart. It's going to help you be more successful. And, you know, I think when you are curious, you are finding that hole that you would like to fill. You go in and you do the research. You find out and answer those questions that you have and then you can in turn take that knowledge that you've found and learned for yourself and share it with others. I think when we think in form of education at least from the business side standpoint and purchasing standpoint I think of it as um, there is a question I have that I want to know more about but I can either spend my time researching and figuring it out for myself or I can invest a little bit of money into research somebody else has already done to to like essentially buy my time back. I can purchase this masterclass and learn this in an hour versus me spending, um, you know, six hours or days looking up all of the information that this person has already compiled and put in a suite, tied in a little bow and put um, in a nice little package for me to purchase. So I think that's what I view both what I'm offering to my students or customers, clients, whatever you want to call it, um, is wrapping up, answering those questions, wrapping them up and putting them in a little bow and selling them into that so that they can buy their time back. Because I know that when I go look for outside hired help or master classes, that's what I'm doing. I want to 
take this class, walk away with the information that I had questions about that I didn't understand well enough and not have to go and dig and do the research or you're hop skipping, spending hours and hours behind the chair to figure it out for yourself. You want to just kickstart with that information, know what you're doing and know what you're talking about. So I think we've covered a little bit about, you know, stepping into your role as an educator and keeping it very niche to you and what you what your secret sauce is and what you have to offer that's different than what you've seen on the market um if you're not sure how to do that maybe pull back see where the holes are and then deep dive in learn i'm doing with the tinting course i haven't seen that anywhere i had questions that i couldn't find answers for i'm doing the research once i tidy it up and put it in that little packaged (laughs) um package with a bow I can then give it to others who are curious and interested and want to know that question without having to do the hours of research that I am doing in order to create the offer that what I'm predicting in the digital realm and what's to come for it all is I think that we're going to see a really big growth of it I don't think we're really done with that growth yet I think it's going to continue but then I think that if this is truly your passion and this is something you really want to do, just stick with it and stay consistent because I think that balloon bubble is going to burst and I think there's going to be a trickling off of people who weren't truly in it for right, the right reasons. They were just kind of seeing it as a really nice way to make some extra money because it is so, um, I don't even want to say lending. It's a very hot topic right now is to educate and have an online offer and make an ebook and sell whatever and have some passive income. Um, and so I think that there's going to be some people in it for maybe the wrong reasons and aren't truly passionate about it and don't have that secret sauce element. And I think those people are eventually going to drop off, um, stop offering and maybe stop talking about it and shift to whatever else is trending at the time and what is exciting and popular. The people that'll pull through are the ones that are going to still be doing it or in it for the right reasons or really just trying to help and provide that, fill for whatever hole they saw missing um that gap in the chink that is our industry (laughs) i guess trying to think of a metaphor off the top of my head and always sounds so funny um my journey to the educational world because just to clarify and i guess give a little social proof if you will um i did not join just because it was popular and it, it sounds convenient and maybe My growth is attached to the excitement that is around it all right now, but I actually started a while ago and it was slow growing because I am still, like I said, somebody who works behind the chair and that's okay to me. I'm okay with slow growing. I need that reminder regularly that it's okay to slowly grow and I don't need to go viral or anything that or have this huge following. I'm okay building my community slowly because I want it to be people that truly align with me and my, you know, um, goals. And so I I think deep down, if I really think about it, I definitely knew I wanted to educate at some point or another. I kind of always had kind of had that role since beauty school. I was like, I was looking for more education and um, I was always asking a million questions and asking for extra homework because I really just enjoyed the subject matter. And uh, it just ended up being people reaching out on me when my social media started growing a little bit and reaching out and asking if I would help and train. And I think the biggest thing I say this all the time, one of my favorite things about this industry and the way that I got into it was threading. And I was asked to teach 
um, someone had a thread. And that is how my educational journey started. It was well before online offerings. It was totally just uh, virtual training because we were still a little bit in the thick of COVID. And, you know, pivoting and trying to find my place in the world when uh, you really didn't know how long you were going to be open or if you were going to be open or you know, what the future held as far as the pandemic was going and affecting our industry. So that was kind of how mine, my journey got started. (laughs) It was uh, organically, I don't know how else, how much more organic it could get aside from somebody in town coming up and asking me in person, which wasn't really an option at the time either. But I did it virtually and then grew it from there, built it out from there. Every training I booked, I brought something new to the table for that student and grew the online resource page that I have available to my students. I started filming and recording videos for them. And then that, you know, broadened my knowledge on film and social media and now podcasts. And I think that as long as you're a a learner and you're open to anything and everything and doing your best, seeking out help when you can't, you know, get over whatever the hurdle is that you're struggling with, uh, and always learning, 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 you can really achieve whatever you want. And I'm getting off topic, but it's one learning thing is always stepping stone to the next thing. So I learned something in one training, the next training it grew, and just whittling it to make it perfect for um, what I noticed my students had questions for the most. There's an there's a side of this world that can be grown organically. It does not have to be, you know, some crazy offer that goes viral on TikTok and you have a million people that want to come work with you. If that's how you grew, that's fine. And if you have people reaching out to you, I'm not knocking any way to the journey, but I just want the people that are more aligned with how my journey came to be to not get discouraged. Because I know that we compare a lot on social media. I certainly do. There's other ways to do things that maybe aren't um, talked about as regularly. So trying to just do that here. I think that when you're doing an online offering, you should stick to your niche. If you're someone who's not niche down, maybe do that first before stepping into the online digital educational space. Um, You know, really suss out what you're what your business goals are and like what stuff means to you. I think that's important first because then when you start educating and you start getting things done on paper, you really want to have those things solid. Uh, I think it's funny to say niche down, but then say stand out because niching is kind of like taking you to a corner in a sense. But I think there's definitely ways to stand out. I'm a brow artist, but I happen to do threading, but I also hand tie thread. I don't do the old um, original style of threading. Even as niche down as I am, I can get more specific to like exactly what I do that's different than other people. You want to talk about the lamination or tinting side of my education at the moment, that's all ingredient based. And we're going a little bit more into the science and not just the technique and result side of it. Uh, so I think that even though there's a lot of saturation, you can still, I think it's all a matter of digging deep and really wanting to dive in, figure out exactly what your um, reasoning is behind it. What is the secret sauce, as I say, um, is for you and making it specific. I think that we keep it a little too broad and then you just end up being the same as everybody else. And there's so many talented artists out there. So ultimately you do try to have to, you do kind of have to stand out. 
Um, I think the other thing I want to remind anyone listening in the beauty world, you don't have to teach. <laughs> I think at this stage, everyone's like, oh God, where's my ebook? Where's my guide? Where's my masterclass? Where's my course or whatever the hell um, it is? And I think that there's <laughs> so much pressure to do it. And if you want to walk into your studio space and take clients and then go home and just work on your social media that's talking directly to your clients and call it a day, that is success. That is a success all on its own. I don't think that you have to have an online offer. I don't think you have to have, I think you can make more money doing other things like retail or, you know, whatever we could get into that another time. But I think that I just want to remind everybody that the same way you don't have to want to own your own business if you're an employee or the same way you don't have to want to have employees if you are a solo person. You don't have to have a brick and mortar. Hell, if you're all already only on online education and you don't have anything in person, you don't have to. I think that we are, again, this kind of hustle culture that our you know world has and um, is very prevalent at the moment kind of tells us that we have to be doing a million and one things. And I don't feel like you need to. I think that um, if you're able to and you just want to work behind the chair, fuck yeah, do that. If you are really truly feeling a draw to do something else do it but I'm just saying if you're feeling the social pressure to do something and it's not actually something you want to do don't do it it's not worth it and it doesn't translate well either to your potential buyers or whatever uh I think the other thing that we forget too is that any new venture that you add to your business is splitting your focus so it's going to split your time away from whatever you're currently doing and you have to kind of zoom out and be like, is this worth it? Um, I know that there's definitely stuff that I've done and I've built and everything and I've kind of been like, is this worth it? Do I want to keep doing this? For the podcast, for instance, there's a few times when I was getting it going or even recently where I've been like, do I want this? I really need to know that I love it in order to keep doing this because it's a full-time job. Um, It takes a lot of effort and time to sit and record these podcasts, edit them and put it all together and post them and talk about them and try to get followers, listeners and sponsors and whatever it may be. At the end of the day, I love doing it. This is so much fun for me. I love connecting to my community in another way. I love a little bit longer format because I'm a babbler and it lets me get my whole thoughts out for anybody who wants to listen. Um, It's another way I love podcasts. I'm a personal person a personal person a person who loves to listen to them and um this is just another avenue for me to connect like i said with my community that i've built online and in the brow world and beauty space and everything like that so like at the end of the day yeah it is worth it for me but i think that when you start splitting your time it really really hinders your growth if you're not in it for the same not even for the same reason but for the good reason you know not a bad reason you want to not just be doing going with the flow of what everybody else is doing. You want to be doing it for you. And because you're passionate about it, you have something you want to share with the world and um, you're excited about it and you're going to stay excited about it. Cause I think that <laughs> no matter what level or realm you are in the beauty world, it's hard. This is hard work. And if you're a small business owner, it's even harder because there's so many extra layers to it. And even if you're just a brow artist as an employee, it's hard work, you know, working with clients and keeping your skill levels up and staying educated and up on the current trends. There's so many things to do, social media aspect on top of it, any outside things you have going on, um, brand partnerships or affiliates or, you know, whatever it may be that you're trying to get your bag, which I get it. 
but make sure to take care of you and don't overstretch yourself because at the end of the day, anything you're not truly passionate about is going to show, it's going to translate to that. It's not going to look the way you, you're not going to approach it the same way because you're not truly passionate about it. And I think that passion translates really well and comes well, comes through really well. Um, it's very vis- visual, visible to those um, looking in and trying to seek you out. And I just think as a reminder, just make sure you're passionate about it. Deep dive in and introspect a little bit. Make sure that this is something you're truly passionate about and want to do. I said earlier, go about it in a way that has you standing out because we want your secret sauce. That's what you're here to sell. You're not doing the same thing as everybody else. You're in it for the good reasons. And I think at the end of the day, that's truly what's most important. Stay consistent with it. Even when you're feeling discouraged, seek out help when you need it. And yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to, you know? <laughs> so it's all a digital days. And I think I feel like I'm in a daze sometimes <laughs> looking at all of it online. So pull back, put your phone down every once in a while and, you know, be grateful of the blessings that you have in your life, even small ones. So what do we got going on coming up soon? I will be in San Luis Obispo at Emily's Sweet Spot to do a brow lamination training. We might even do a little bit of lamination or brow lamination training with a little bit of lamination. No, and threading. I'm going to be doing hand tied threading down there too. So learn lamination, see my threading technique, get my brow lamination manual and network with some fun ladies that is, or anybody, any people, fun people. All the people, anyone, I always say ladies because I work with women mostly, but any and all people welcome, of course, anyone, any professional ready to will, ready and willing to learn some lamination techniques from two different professionals. Um, this is happening April 7th. It'll be an all day event. Not really, but you know, a few hours set aside time with some models, live demos and education from two different um, experts, me and Emily. And network with other fun people who are into the same things you are like brows and creating killer laminations uh kits are optional and my manual will be included um we'll also be at the sacramento uh face and body show in september i believe i think it's the 8th or 9th but i'm not 100 certain on that date face and body show held by skin inc um, you can look it up or I'll drop a link in the show notes and I can't thank you enough for being here. Thanks for listening. Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Is there too much saturation in the bra world? Are you still one, someone who wants to offer it? Are you confused? Are you uncertain? Reach out to me on social media. I want to chat. You can find me at brow education or at the dot eyebrow goddess dot wait, 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 wait. You can find us and tell us your thoughts. You can find us as in me in this microphone at Raw Education on Instagram and at the dot eyebrow dot goddess on Instagram and TikTok. You can find all of the information about me, my courses, um, my mentor minutes, anything that you want to learn from me. You can check out my manual, all that jazz at the eyebrow goddess dot com. And you can watch these videos, these podcast videos on YouTube at Brow Education. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I am so honored and grateful. Please share the podcast with a brow lover or friend you think would enjoy. Rate the podcast. It means the absolute world to me. Um, every five-star rating literally makes me do a happy dance. 
uh any rating honestly <laughs> please don't give me a one star actually um but share it with your friends like it subscribe all the things i will see you here next week on thursday and i hope you have a great rest of your day hopefully enjoy this little different style of the podcast and not tarot tuesday but i just wanted to talk about it there's so much going on in the world and i will see you next week bye Hey, it's Emily here from Brow Fox Beauty. I'm so proud to be sponsoring this episode of Brow Education. If you are new here, let me tell you a little bit about Brow Fox Beauty. We are a professional brow line for the esthetician. We specialize in easy retail for the busy esthetician. We also have a line of better back bar basics so you can be super confident putting pre and post wax solution and massage oil onto your client's skin, giving them the best glow and the best brows yet. You can find more information at browfoxbeauty.com or on social media at browfoxbeauty.